So, we were in the Congo, which can be a pretty tough place to find yourself. Yeah. Even seasoned adventurers such as myself can become disorientated beneath the endless jungle canopy, surrounded by a constant cacophony of birdsong with this underlying rumble of feral and predatory beasts. We'd been moving westward along a tributary channel in our canoes, which were made out of bark, going steadily deeper into the gloom, right into the ancient heart of this primordial uh, hinterland. Basically what happened was this... There was this group of tribesmen called the Mchata, who acted as... They, they were basically my guides. And they started to chatter... Um, loudly and excitedly amongst themselves and so I shouted over to Mchala who was a young warrior of amazing stature and, and, and beauty so anyway he was my link with these primitive people um, and he'd learned to speak English from the missionaries when he was very young these missionaries had met a pretty sticky end at the hands of the Mchata but the boy hadn't forgotten their teachings oh, no. and he was he was a great boon to me. Uh, incidentally, I'd won the Umchata over by marrying the chief's daughter and uh, undertaking a ritual of flagellation whilst under the influence of the potent hallucinogenic Natu Natu Funky. Yeah, I remember seeing sharks swim among the trees that night while I took the virginity of my new bride and I got drunk on the stuff, this fermented tucci fruit. So anyway, anyway, I called out to Umchala, what, what the hell's going on, you know? And he says, we're nearing the place you seek, but the tribesmen, they, they don't wish to go any further. You know, it's too dangerous. Well, I was having none of this. You know, we're going on, I said, getting my rifle ready. And I think I said, unless you'd rather have the chief feast on your balls. It was about this time that I noticed how dark the sky had become. You know, the jungle was eerily silent. And through the dense undergrowth on the banks of the Congo, I started to make out the shapes of what looked like ruins, you know, overgrown with twisting snake-like vines. This really captured my imagination. My heart started beating really fast because I remembered a legend about the Congo, the forbidden city of Arun Atun. Arun Atun is, is populated in Mchata lore with succubi, which is a form of vampire. And they believe that the succubi, once the ancient civilization known as the Mnata Chalumpa, a rich and decadent race of cannibals, are thousands of years old, and that they turned against the jungle gods Umlafi, which is a 
gorilla-headed pig and Kalutchana ukpala, the winged grub. So they turned against uh, these gods and um, cleared great areas for their new cities and, and started worshipping instead the two-headed moon serpent, Jukuk, and the flat-footed uh, sun bat, Kun. The jungle gods then... This is allegedly, you know, then banished Jakuk and Kun from that part of the jungle, um, driving the city of Arun Atun into darkness. Um, and now the jungle, you know, crept back over the monuments, temples and towers, engulfed everything and, and reclaimed it. And the Manata Chalumpa themselves are said to have merged with the jungle, becoming one with the trees. And here the jungle itself became cursed began to crave the blood of men and sent out its tree people as succubi to feast on the blood of unwary travelers. So the legend goes. And it seemed that my hopes and dreams were about to be made concrete here. Uh, what had been deemed speculative fantasy by the academic world was about to pass into the realm of fact. It was quite a moment, I, I can tell you. Soon we were back on foot and heading towards what I dearly hoped would prove to be my greatest discovery. Unfortunately, the truth has little connection with the legend. In the city, it turned out, was little more than a wall, maybe 100 foot in length, 12 foot high at most. Um, there were some crude masks hanging from the trees, but otherwise it was like... You know, it was like a cheap film set. And it was at this point that I realised that I had been lured there by the Mchata themselves. As I turned to Mchala, rifle raised, I saw the gleaning canines that now adorned his feral visage. Vampires, one and all, he and the tribesmen totally surrounded me. This is where I pulled the ripcord on my shore shell, which is a, a giant, hollow, plastic ball that totally envelops you, which I designed. I, I demonstrated this on, on Tomorrow's World once, but they, they cut that bit out. Anyway, this, this ball just gives you a, a little bit more time, and fortunately, I also always fill my rifles with silver bullets, which is good for werewolves, vampires, succubi, and even anything actually living. It's, it's a little more expensive, but bang, 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 they're dead. By the way, you can order your own silver bullets from www.iandthegreatwhiteshore.com and the Shore Shell. That's on sale at the minute. Buy one, get one free. Um, I'd recommend that. Also useful for this particular family of nasty is the traditional steak. Bang through the heart, these will have a pretty permanent effect 90% of the time. Traditionally, it's good to use oak, cedar or cherry wood, but I find a steel steak just as good and far more durable. You'll find those on the website as well. Now, while not your usual tool in such circumstances, I also um, favour the taser. Uh, a good shock will stop even your most extreme phenomena in their tracks for... Uh, a second or two at least, giving you time to lock and load or line up your stake. So um, that's again, that's on the website, 25% off if you order online. Yeah, uh, 
I turn the tables on those sneaky little bastards pretty good. Incidentally, you should only consider using my products if you've had the training, which we also offer once again, you guessed it, <laughs> on the website. So, be careful out there. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs> <laughs>